0: Hey, Survivor! Welcome to episode 51 of the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you a few of the practical ways that I tapped into the healing power of music just this past weekend. It was wonderful, wonderful. Music is healing. And I got to experience this in a very real full circle kind of way that was so powerful and that I will never forget. So if you're ready to tune in for these takeaways, grab a notebook and pen and let's dive in. Hey, Survivor. Welcome to the Vibrant Survivor Podcast. Do you want to disconnect from a narcissistic or toxic situation and heal? Are you Googling how to identify a narcissist, narcissistic abuse and boundaries? Are you feeling stressed and lonely while trying to avoid being sucked back in and lied to again? Hey, I'm Leslie. As a busy wife and mom, I fell for the lies and manipulations of narcissists. I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. I wanted real relationships and business opportunities and to enjoy life with my family. Instead, I struggled with anxiety, panic attacks, and insomnia, and I couldn't trust my body or anybody until I took a holistic approach to healing. In this podcast, you'll find tips for healthy living, trauma healing, and boundaries so that you'll have the freedom, confidence, and inner peace to respond, not react, after narcissistic abuse. Take a deep breath in, let it out slowly, and just relax this time's for you. Hey, Survivor. Are you tired of feeling exhausted, stressed, lonely, and stuck in narcissistic relationships and you just want closure and healing? I spent years rationalizing toxic relationships and dysfunctional environments in the name of community, connection, and career. As a result, I wasted my time, talents, and money on users who kept moving the goalposts. One of the worst was an alleged murderer who discarded me after I caught him lying, stopped helping him for free, and held my boundaries. Even though I dodged a bullet, I felt depressed, ashamed, and I doubted myself. I want you to know that you don't have to suffer in silence, feel alone, or crazy anymore. Come and experience the power of creating your own closure without the permission or participation of the narcissist. I've been no contact for over four years now, and I've grown personally and professionally. I have more clarity, stronger boundaries, I'm building a life and business that I've always wanted, and enjoying real relationships. I know you want to break patterns of getting into toxic relationships, even if you don't mean to. And it feels so good to disconnect from dysfunction, set and hold boundaries, provide closure for myself, and focus on self-care, and to empower my kids to do the same. Go to closurecoachingsession.com right now and get ready to heal after narcissistic abuse. Last week, I shared with you about tapping into the healing power of music And I hope that you found some practical things in there that you could apply to your own situation as a survivor. This week, I want to share with you about a very real way that I applied my own suggestions (laughs) to tap into the healing power of music. I traveled to Las Vegas, Nevada, and I had purchased tickets to see Johnny Mathis. As I mentioned in the previous episode, Johnny Mathis's music was part of the soundtrack of my childhood, dysfunction and all. His voice just really resonates in my mind and just even throughout my body as a big part of the background of a lot of the things that happened over the course of my life growing up. One of the things that I had made an effort to do in recent years was to go back to at least three key performances and concerts with artists who provided that soundtrack to my childhood. And one was Stevie Wonder, I mentioned Elton John, and then the last was Johnny Mathis. And those were kind of the big three. They weren't all of them, but those were the main three. I miss Johnny Mathis actually here in my city and I looked for the next closest place and I saw he was coming to Vegas so I bought a ticket and this past weekend was the concert so I went right in time for F1. But either way, I made my plans and was very intentional about it, picked out my outfit for the show, made a reservation at a plant-based restaurant. I don't know if you've been to Crossroads Kitchen, but it was absolutely delicious at Resorts World. So I went there for dinner, had a wonderful plant-based dinner, really set myself up to arrive early and to be able to settle in, having had this delicious meal, cute outfit on, ready to bask in Johnny Mathis's velvety voice. The concert was a Christmas concert concert. However, Johnny Mathis did do some of his oldies, and I was hoping for that because those are some of those songs that I really remember growing up with as a kid. And the Christmas songs are wonderful too, and I listened to the Christmas albums as well, but I was hoping that he would sing some of the classics, and he did. He did a medley at the beginning, and it was just so awesome. It was such a nice uh, venue. It was at the Smith Center, which was a beautiful setting, and I got there in plenty of time to settle in, relax, and it was so cool just to be there in that moment. And I was so excited and just so set and intent on really focusing and really dialing in and experiencing the healing power of his music. Here are three ways that I tapped into the healing power of music at Johnny Mathis's Christmas concert. One way is through connection. There were a lot of people there, like myself, who had come to see him and been big fans for a long time. The ages range, but definitely skewed more mature. It was so cool just to take my seat and interact with different people. I asked a family to take uh, photos of me because I was by myself. And I was able to meet the people that were sitting around me. I had an orchestra seat and we chatted beforehand and talked about our journeys to getting to the show and our love for Johnny Mathis. And so there was a really great connection even before the show started. It's very... Um, Um, encouraging and uplifting to be in community like that even if everybody's angle in terms of their participation in the community is different it's very validating it's also a great way to be seen and heard in terms of you know having conversations with folks for example so connection is a great way to tap into the healing power of music even before the first note is played or sung the second way is through the music itself, and I'll add to that, singing. So Johnny had an orchestra backing him, and they were absolutely wonderful, so talented, and they played some of the music, kind of a medley of of his music and Christmas songs before Johnny came out. And that was really good, too, because the vibration from the music set in early on, and that also sends calming messages to your nervous system. So I got a chance to really settle down and calm down and ease into things even before Johnny took the stage. And that was really powerful, too, and not too jarring. I mean, you may like different types of music, and that's fine, but it's really nice when the music itself can encourage a sense of calm. So I got to tap into that. And then singing, there were moments where he... When he did finally take the stage and and started singing, especially the medley at the beginning of some of his greatest hits, where I just burst into song, like, right there in my seat. And I got so excited and was totally (laughs) fangirling. it was just so great. I had such a great time. There were other people around me that were singing as well. And it's such a great way to, again, connect with people, but also to tap into that vibration and experience the power of music from that standpoint. The third way, and this was really powerful for me, I would say, out of everything, this was probably the most powerful moment for me. When Johnny came out, and as he got into his songs and was singing and every There were moments during his time on stage that really helped to reinforce to me that that was then and this is now. And that's so important for healing as a survivor, because when you're traumatized, a lot of times you can't tell the difference between then, now. All you know is I'm triggered, (laughs) it's happening, I'm feeling things, I'm overwhelmed, and I feel threatened, I don't feel safe. And there were some distinct moments during the concert where I got really clear on that was then and this is now. One was just even in Johnny's physical presence. Now, Johnny Mathis is 88 now, so he's not, you know, the young guy that whose records were spinning in the house when I was little. Given the fact that he's 88, he looks great. He's an avid golfer. He has such a great spirit about him. He was funny. He had these moments during the concert where he forgot the lyrics, and he, he sang to us that he had forgotten the lyrics, and... We all laughed and and had a moment. He introduced members of the band and was talking about them and sharing with them, the members of the orchestra, rather. And he was sharing about each one of them. And he was talking about who was a good golfer and all of that. And just you could just tell that he was just really passionate about golf and about life, even at 88, and passionate about music and continuing to perform as long as he can. And I felt that. But the truth is, he's 88. He's not the young guy on the cover of the vinyl that my parents had. In the house growing up, and that my mother still has. That visual for me flipped a switch in my mind that, okay, wow, this isn't the guy that was on the records, but it's him. Like when I closed my eyes, I heard the same voice that I heard growing up. He sounds amazing, and he is definitely taking care of his gift. It was so powerful. Another thing that happened was him forgetting the lyrics on a Christmas song that he sang years ago and recorded was kind of cute and funny and some of his greatest hits where he just kind of paused and (laughs) it was it was adorable but it also snapped me out of that little girl from the past who was in her room pretending to transcribe the lyrics to his songs in cursive and finding safety and serenity in that moment amidst chaos and dysfunction. I have never seen Johnny really be chatty or conversational in person and live. So when he was sharing about his orchestra and talking about his friends and sharing his love for golf, it's like I got to see a completely different side of him apart from the music. And that sent home or reinforced that message of that was then, this is now. Because clearly when records are playing in the background, you're just listening to the music and the lyrics. You're not hearing the artist share about their hobbies or their interests. That really helped to reinforce that that was then and this is now. Let's recap a few of the ways that I personally tapped into the healing power of music at the Johnny Mathis concert this past weekend in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Smith Center. Number 1, connection. Number 2, music and singing. And number 3, little moments that reinforced that that was then and this is now. Survivor, I hope that this helps you and that whatever you are doing this holiday week, that you have a safe, happy, healthy holiday week with friends and family and that you too find ways to tap into the healing power of music. Take care and I'll talk to you soon. If this podcast has helped you understand who and what you're dealing with, sharpen your discernment and move forward on your healing journey, share it with another survivor. Help me help others by leaving a review for the show and let's connect on social. Take a screenshot, share it in your IG stories, find and tag me at The Vibrant Survivor and I'll share your post too. I look forward to connecting with you on IG and seeing you back here. You're not alone and you're not crazy know who you're dealing with, know who you are. Take care and I'll meet you back here next week. Bye-bye.